Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's four o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 29th of February. Yesterday's update of US GDP data didn't really provide much to interest or excite investors. The consumer is doing a little better than expected, but it is to be expected that the US consumer does a little better than expected. That is what US consumers do. Revisions to the inflation measure, the PCE deflator, were also unexciting. One mildly interesting point to note is the speed with which the rate of inflation measured by the market-based PCE deflator has been moderating. The market-based PCE deflator cuts away all the calculated and imputed and guessed-at numbers to look at what good old-fashioned supply and demand in the market is doing. And what good old-fashioned supply and demand in the market is doing is creating quite a powerful disinflation story. Market forces left to their own devices are pushing price inflation lower, even if they're not necessarily pushing price levels lower. Today we get the January PCE deflator and associated measures, along with indications of consumer spending from the states. The spending side is predicted to slow, and forecasts are no doubt influenced by the rather poor showing of US January retail sales data. It's worth noting that there is quite a wide range of forecasts going to make up the personal spending consensus. The difference between personal spending and retail sales is of course that spending on services takes place. Having fun is not necessarily captured fully in the retail sales data, although it is notable that the restaurant sector of retail sales was the strongest part of the January retail sales numbers. That might hint that the preference for spending on fun does continue. For the deflator, there is an expectation of an increase in the month-on-month -month change. The January effect is particularly hard to adjust for in seasonal adjustment, as the tendency to use the start of the year to reset prices can create quite a lot of noise. France, Spain and Germany are also offering price data in the form of the preliminary or flash February consumer price inflation figures. Here, the consensus is that inflation is going to slow pretty much everywhere. The slowdown is important because it is this that should be pushing the European Central Bank into cutting rates later this year, probably later than they should, but still cutting. Europe simply doesn't need a rising real cost of borrowing at this stage of its economic cycle. The ECB's masterful inactivity on policy interest rates when combined with a steady decline in inflation means the ever more draconian cost of borrowing. If the consensus is correct about today's data, German real interest rates will have risen 1.6% since the ECB's September rate increase. That rate increase was probably unnecessary, and adding an extra 1.6% to real borrowing costs is just making things worse. However, the economic arguments for an easing of rates do run against the cumbersome nature of the ECB's decision-making process, and there may be a time delay between what should happen and what will happen. Japan's January retail sales were a little stronger than expected, with mild upward revision to the December data too. However, Japanese consumers' willingness to spend was somewhat overshadowed 
by weak industrial production. There were auto sector stoppages, which led to the lower production number, and that position will reverse over the course of February and March. Nonetheless, this is something that will negatively affect headline GDP numbers. The Bank of Japan is more narrowly focused on wage growth when it comes to deciding policy, which does lessen some of the damage from the headline activity data that we had today. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.